Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready War Room Edition. As usual, I'm your host, Jim. Joining me again, Mike. And our normal Chester, not Chester Kane. I'm not sure what we're calling him today, but... Who knows, man? Who knows? Welcome to the party. Awesome. Well, we don't want to waste any time because obviously, uh, you know, everybody comes here to listen to what we got to say. So let's get to talking. You guys know the deal. Some actual headlines pulled from actual media sources. So we're going to discuss them from a veteran's perspective. So let's see what we got. Ready? Sir. Boom. U.S. reports 1 million new daily COVID cases as Biden fails miserably at campaign pledge to shut down virus. Kind of combine two things there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I totally disagree with it. Um, Which part? Uh, the failure part, personally. I disagree with that. Fails miserably. So, and the reason why, since yeah, keep it going. <laughs> well, that is the it's idea. You discussion, should talk right? about it. All right. Happy New Year. Hey, uh, <laughs> No, the reason why I disagree with it uh, is because you have these different variants, okay? And it's not, I'm not going to the defense of uh, the president in any way, but you know what? My policy is you said it, own it. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. He said he was going to uh, shut it down and he it didn't, so... It was a different variant, and it's going to be another variant and another variant. So it's, it's never going to be shut down. But maybe at that time, he didn't know. So I'm like, ah, but you shouldn't have said it. But I understand why he said it, because we were in fear factor mode. So eh. what do you think, not Kana Kana? Well, I kind of agree with you. I kind of feel like, yeah, he... Um... You know, when, when he when he was running for president, you know, he had this big fucking plan. I'm going to do this and this and this and blah, blah, blah. I still haven't seen the plan. So, as you said, he said it, own it. So, yeah, he's failed miserably. And I don't know if anybody would have done any better. So, it is what it is. I'm not going to – I'm not going to dwell on it because – this COVID thing's just, it's going to be here forever and it sucks. That's true. Jim? Well, I was open, Mike. I, I thought we were going to start this one off a good one. I was like, hey, we're going to have a difference right off the gate. I'm like, oh, and then you just mm -hmm. switch gears and it's like, all right, never mind. Yeah, because but, uh, the more, you know, in my head, I know my feeling is I'm not defending him, whatever, but the more I spoke, it's like, man, you sound like Johnny Cochran for him. So, <laughs> nah, I just can't do that for these politicians, man. He said well, it, you own it. I think you were on the right track for what I, I was going to say, too, is when they put in fails miserably. Obviously, that's a, a, a an adjective that we're just, you know, you can tell where it's coming from, what side yeah. it's coming from. Yeah. You know, but the million reports, the million newly new cases, like that's, I mean, everybody's surprised. I mean, you know, I don't know, but back to the Biden piece was, yes, that's what he ran on. I mean, that was a big thing. And and when you criticize somebody else for them handling it, you promise and then you don't deliver. I mean, not only do you not 
deliver, but you literally criticize somebody else for not doing it. And you've got more people on your watch getting it. So that's why the miserably to me might actually fit. Yeah. And, you know, being a extremely seasoned politician, uh, I think he should have known better, but they were just, you know, doing what politicians do, placating, you know, to their base, to the fear, to all of that. And it worked. But isn't, well, they got if a couple there extra million people to believe in it. Yeah, I was going to say, if there wasn't too many stupid people in this world, I don't know why you would take that chance with something like that. Like, his pledge was to get tests out. Like, if that was his big thing to get testing everywhere, you know, that's something quantifiable. But if you're mm. trying to preach to control a virus, right? you know, that's like saying there are going to be no more forest fires while I'm, I'm the president. Right. You know, and then every every Republican out there lighting <laughs> fires, like, dude, you can't say stuff like that. You know, you just yeah. you know you can't say I'm going to do that. So right. I think he took a chance with that. So I think that was probably not not the best approach. Right. I agree. But I'll let him have miserable. Yeah. All right. You good, Kate? You want to add to that? Or are we ready to move on? No, I'm good. I'm good. All right. So next one. Chicago teachers prepare to strike because they have to go back to work. <sighs> I could go all day about that one, too. Hey, uh, what do you think about that, Kana? Not Kana? Well, I think that um, I think some new stuff has has gone by since this uh, news came out. Because what I what I understand right now is um, they're shot down. So, I mean, this is this is I don't. They're already shut down. They're not going back to work, so it doesn't uh, really matter. They're also not getting paid from what the mayor had said. So. I don't know. I mean, they can prepare a strike all they want, but they're shutting down because of COVID. So I don't know. Yeah, my my uh, my understanding of it was they were doing things virtually. So if they were doing it virtually, they were still in in a sense working. Right. Know? So, but now they, you know, once again, we got these. And I get it, the clickbait type headlines because they have to go back to work. I'm like, they were already working. They're going to do it either virtually or in the classroom. Right. I kind of support them um, depending on what kind of, you know, uh, not restrictions, but. Precautions? Uh, huh? Precautions? Yeah, precautions or protocol they have for um, kids coming back to school. Like, you know vaccines or you know shot record just showing that you received a uh, vaccine or wearing a mask like in our school for the kids they have to wear a mask so it's like maybe they don't have any of that and if i was a teacher i'd have to say yeah i don't i don't agree with the union thing but yeah just on an individual from an individual perspective i have to agree with that you guys are not doing a darn thing hey <laughs> you know i'm not going back in that classroom with what 20 plus Students, forget about COVID, you know? <laughs> That's like a, ooh, we Peachtree dish, as they call it, you know, even before COVID. So it's like, and now you add COVID to the mix, it makes it even worse. Yeah, I did watch uh, Lightfoot, or what do they call her, Beetlejuice? I don't know what they call her. I did watch her um, <laughs> her press, press briefing, whatever, and they are apparently at odds with the teacher. Um, what do they call that? 
Union. What is the union, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the teachers unions are the ones that saying we're not going back. Yeah, and that they're right. they're the the state saying no, you need to go back. We did everything right. we can. So what yeah. Mike was referring to, uh, Lightfoot saying they did, and I actually sat there and listened. I'm like, wow, Lightfoot really is making some sense this time. I don't usually mm. like what she's got to say, but she's, yeah, she said they don't go back, they don't get paid. Period. Right. But and they're even talking about not letting them log in because they don't want to go back. So they're not going to let the teachers even log in so they can't say right. they are, are doing in, in right. training, any teaching. So I don't know. I Mike, agree with the uh, you, you strike, you don't go to work, you don't get paid. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And, you know, Mike, I mean, there's there's a lot to break down here when we think about it because I'm listening to your, 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 you know, your input there. And I'm like, okay, I can understand that. I think if we dive deeper, though, I mean, and look at the, the science, look at the what everywhere else is doing. Like, it's not like nobody, no kids are in school. Like, there are kids in school. So yeah. we have, so why Chicago is doing something different? And I have to think, you know, we had this, this conversation about like law enforcement. I think when you go into cities like that, every place is going to be a lot more corruption. Yeah. So I can't help but think that every state function in the city of Chicago is probably full and flooded with corruption. Mm. So these people are probably making a mountain out of a molehill to take advantage of something. Probably. You know, so I don't think they're the example because you can look all around the country and kids are in schools. Yeah. So why are these teachers scared? <laughs> well, once again, from an individual perspective, I, I, I will... I'll say I agree with them because we don't, you know, we don't know everything that they've done. But like you said, she said uh, what the mayor said that they they've done everything they can. But I wish they would just do. I can't remember the lady's name. She became superintendent somewhere, and she was like, "Oh, they can strike if they want." And then she started going to teachers individually and offered them a salary that was much higher, just to leave the union. And mm. so many of them did it. Right. You know, and I think that's something that needs to be looked at right here. Because, yeah, I get the union is there and to protect the uh, employee, meaning the teachers. But I think sometimes when they get a little bit, uh, well, not a little bit, when they get extremely large, like teachers union, uh, then corruption comes into play. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're really not looking out for the best interests of the uh, your uh, right. employees. Yeah, the, the, day, the days where union necessities, I think, are over. You know, I think now yeah. we have more tools. People have more tools. There's more laws. There's more things where unions aren't really important anymore. So the corruption's too easy. Yeah. So, all right. Did you have anything to add, Kaner, there? Because me and Mike kind of been going back and forth. So, no, I said what I said. I had to say. All right. We'll move to the next one then. And of course, another hot topic, right? Climate experts, expert reports weather. Related deaths hit record low in 2021. Do you get that? No. What they're saying is climate change is trying to say it's it's happening and it's killing more people. But what this report is saying is it's a record low from climate. Climate-related deaths have been lowest ever in oh, 2021. So climate-related deaths used to be 100 in 2021. Uh, they averaged about 100, but in 2021, they got 50. Woo. Or 99.5. It just yeah. says record low. It could be. I think your number is probably closer to half a percent. So they're going to claim it. Well, this reminds me of the New Jersey toll system. 
if we increase the tolls, guess what? We're going to make more money. Holy cow. Yeah. Who would have thought that? Which mm-hmm. they just increased the tolls again. Wow. Um, but this reminds me of that because think about it. What happened in 2021? I mean, people were home. <laughs> so what kind of weather-related deaths? You know, we lost a lot of probably driving deaths in, in storms or, you know what I mean, things like mm-hmm. that because they probably categorize them. So this is kind of a, a topic. I just put it in there because, you know, it's – Weather, climate change, but uh, yeah, I don't know if that's that good. But go, go ahead, I'll let you finish it out. Dana? <laughs> it's such a silly fucking thing because it's, it's just a controversial thing as to, uh, you know, whatever, man. It's, I'd like to see the numbers. I don't really have anything to say unless I see numbers. Mm. What the fuck? I mean, if it's if it's one percent lower, then it's a record low. Whatever. What's right. the re- what was the record? Right, right. And I, I probably should have read up on that, but um, it's really it's, not that interesting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 it's no. a topic that I'm really not interested in anyway. So. Yeah. All right, let's move on. You would have the first paragraph and be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. One million Americans fled to red states in 2021 mm-hmm. and avoided climate accidents. Yeah. Maybe that's why the climate deaths are record low, man. Mm. Well, if a lot of people left New York and California, I can understand. You know, and we have a lot of people in Texas who came from the West Coast over here in California, Arizona type areas, uh, mainly California. We have, it's like a mass exodus out of there oh, yeah. coming to uh, Texas, you know? And I was like, wow. And this is doing that little mini housing boom that we just recently had and still do actually. Um, but I think it's because of the shutdowns and the restrictions, you know, trying to open back up or wanting places to open back up and, uh, with those restrictions, especially that New York thing that was going on, where you're going to have to show your, what do we call it? Yeah, to show that you've been uh, vaccinated to go in a restaurant. It's like, It's still going on? Really? Yeah. I I totally disagree with that. You know? What do you think, I I 100% agree. And to take it a, a little bit further, the people here on the East Coast, a lot of them are moving to like Florida because because of Ron DeSantis and his his and you're right you're 100 right a lot of it has to do with with this COVID shit and the fact that like you you live in California and you're like pretty much a prisoner you're in New York um, New York I, I don't feel because I lived in New York when it was going on I don't feel it was the same as LA and shit like that California but um, when you see how Ron DeSantis is treating shit, and uh, then you see how your governor's treating, he's like, Look. and there's a lot more factors than that. But people want to just get the fuck out of those states. Mm. Why? Why do I want to be in New York State? I have a I have a two hundred thousand dollar house here in, in South Carolina. If I had a two hundred thousand dollar house in, in New York, I'd be paying ten thousand in taxes. Oh, yeah, I didn't think I'd, you could have a two hundred thousand dollar house in New York. It's called an apartment. It's called a garage. It's called slums. It's called called storage facility. (laughs) It's called a shanty or a shack. But whatever the case may be, 
I mean, besides getting fucked in the ass by taxes and shit, um, like like gas down here, I'm paying like seventy cents a gallon cheaper of gas down here. I'm paying fucking, I don't know, it's like a thousand bucks for my taxes a year versus ten thousand dollars. There's just a lot. Of, I mean, the weather's better. There's just a lot. You, I don't know. Well, I think, you know, Kaner, I mean, definitely brings up points where it's more than just one thing, but just like the topic implies, red states. So they are putting a political spin on why people are moving. They're saying this. And I've often sat and I've wondered that, but like Kaner's talking about, it's cheaper, it's cheaper, it's cheaper, but it's always been cheaper. But people didn't move. In fact, it was cheaper to go a couple of years ago before housing did get ridiculous, but they didn't right. move. It's one of the reasons I had moved. Jeez, right. Couldn't stand it. So I'm not really thinking that those are the driving issues. Even though they're important. You know, maybe they were the ones where the, that were hanging people on to saying, right, we need to move. The taxes are too high. We need to move. But finally, something pushed them over the edge. And I have to think maybe you're right. It's COVID. But I think beyond the COVID, because COVID's everywhere, it's the policies from COVID. Right. So, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. Though. I mean, you look at New York or California. The policies and shit, you, you pretty much had to be locked out of your house in California. There's curfews and fucking, like, all kinds of dumb shit. And so I, I think it is a red-blue thing then, to me, because that's the difference here. A lot of the other factors existed before this. Well, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I mean, that's just Well, the COVID was the icing on the cake, that's all. Yeah, and COVID uh, probably... Hmm in some way created a, a way for uh, people to leave those states, work from home. A lot of these corporations don't have an off corporate office anymore. Everything's work from home, you know? And yeah. I'm seeing a lot of that. So now they can work from anywhere in the States and some, some place anywhere in the world. As long as you have that good internet, right. and you're making all this money. So why would you stay there and pay like we're talking about taxes, gas prices, and uh, cost of living. Let's just say cost of living, uh, that high cost of living area, and just go someplace where you could buy some land or whatever you know your preference is. So I think that that has a lot to do with it, but it all ties back to COVID. So yeah, I, that's what I was just saying. I think I think it was just there's something bigger than all that stuff. But let's see what Nate's got to say. Hey, Nate. I'm in a blue state. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So why do you think 1 million Americans fled to red states in 2021? Politics, obviously. They like, well, here's my thing. They fled to red states, but how are they going to vote when they go to those states? Was it Republicans living in blue states that went to red states because they wanted the Republican way? Or was it Democrats that were tired of Democrat way that went to Republican states and are going to vote Republican now? Or are they still going to vote Democrat? I don't. I don't think the article really went into detail with that, but that's an excellent, excellent point. We're not I talking don't. article. We're just talking headlines, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, did you read right. the article? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> There's yeah. an article. There's an article. Yeah. I read the article. I'm just going to stop with the show right here and just yeah. be impressed for a minute. <laughs> But no, I, I really think that if you look at, uh, that's why I say, and maybe I'm looking at it from a more personal standpoint, from talking to people who have like 
migrated from these uh, states to red states, but mainly Texas. And when I sit and talk to them, ask them why, it's just like I, I said previously, you know, because we work from home and we have, a, you know, you have a lot more money now. You know, companies have a lot more money and, you you know, not companies, excuse me, individuals have a lot more money instead of paying it. Like uh, Kana, not Kana, was just saying about the $10,000 in taxes. Now you, you can pay a thousand. Right. You know, you get more for your money in other states. That's what I'm saying, though, Mike. But what happens if you're saying if anyone's saying this is COVID related, what happens when everybody says, OK, we're not working from home anymore. You guys come back to work. People aren't going to be able to sell their houses and move back to New York. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, that's not, no. Yeah, because companies are making they have a profit also. For instance, <laughs> uh, a company that my wife used to work for, they paid, I think she said $16,000 a month for their office. Now they don't have to pay that anymore. Right. You know, so that's like, whoo, serious profit. And with the office comes what? Office supplies and those little, you know, miscellaneous things that right. just make that profit just rise. But and, do you think they thought that through though, Mike? I mean, because just oh, like yeah. the kids in school with not with remote learning, there is something to add to not going to your workplace of duty. I mean, your your work. Like even if you're working remotely, there's a reason only specific jobs were doing that. You know what I'm saying? So is this yeah, going to backfire wait, 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 wait. down the road? No, not at all. It's a proven fact people work better from home than they do at the office. I can't work from home. <laughs> no. it's, it's studies have shown that people work better out of their homes than they do in the office setting. Uh, yeah, I, I, first and foremost, I'll agree with that uh, because I know I've read that someplace as well. Not in this article. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, I've read that in the past as well, and with some people, I kind of disagreed with it. But you know, right. I'm only talking about maybe the two people versus the you know twenty thousand that they referenced and said article. That's not the article we're talking about, though. right? But that's also that's also a measure of like performance as well. People's yeah. performances are better. Yeah. You don't if you don't have that boss breathing on your neck, you're a little more comfortable and apt to be your be your own self and and. Do but, whatever you're doing and do do better at it. I think it goes back to the money. Though. I think it goes back to the money for the individuals. And then, as Jim said about companies stopping this uh, uh, work from home, it's gonna it's all it has to do with the money. They see an increased profit, so why would they go back to the way it once was? Right. There's really no benefit for a company to go back to and bring people to the office, so to speak, you know? Well, but even at right. that, I mean, even as technology is getting better, you can collaborate more over online and things, yeah. and Zoom stuff. But even at that, we're still talking about select jobs. I mean, not every job. You can't be a car salesman to work for them. I guess you could. Mm. But it would be a, a bad salesman, I guess, because you want somebody to look at the car, right? Mm. Carvana? So, you, know, you ever heard of Carvana? Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's not booming everywhere. Well, maybe now it is because of COVID, uh, but... Carmen. People are also buying houses without looking at them. So that's, I think, a different story. I think that'll end when COVID's uh, fiasco's done. Well, they look at them probably virtually. Yeah, but you, you know you know that's yeah. not effective. Just well, not the same. Yeah, you but people are doing it, though. Well, it's I understand. And there's going to be a lot of... For the guys on this, in this group right here, but people are doing it. You know? There's going to be a lot of buyer's remorse on that. Even these houses, people are just scooping up because it's the cheapest and the only thing they can get. You know, they're going to be like, whoa, what did I get? So, 
I don't know. All right, we, we beat it to death. Let's go to the next one because uh, you guys need to know about this. Apple becomes world's first $3 trillion company. I was actually surprised. I thought it would have been Tesla. Yeah, he's, I was actually shocked. He's the richest man, right? So, so you figure the company hit. He's the richest man. You yeah. figure the company because he keeps a lot of his money in the company. Yep. So he's probably not far behind. Yeah. What do you think about that, Nate? I have two iPhones. I guess I um, contributed to that. <laughs> well, I don't. My family has two iPhones, so I guess I guess we contributed to that. Now, granted, yeah. ours are iPhone eight, so we haven't upgraded in a couple of years. But <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure since they heard me, now he'll uh, slow it down and make me go get a new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Start having all these, it'll freeze up on you. So, yeah. yeah. They call that planned obsolescence or something. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> What are you but doing you know, I, I can't, I can't knock, a, I can't knock a company for doing well for themselves. You know, everybody's like, buy local, buy this, buy that. Well, you know who works? Like everybody's hammering Walmart. Don't buy Walmart, buy local. But all the people that work are, that work at Walmart are all locals. So if you don't shop at that place, you're not helping your local economy anyway. So three trillion dollars for a company. I mean, there's Apple stores around here. Don't yeah. go to Apple. Go to you know it's. Yeah, when people say buy local, don't go to Walmart and buy local. I was like, well, Walmart is local. Yeah. <laughs> it's closer than yeah. the uh, local grocery store. <laughs> exactly. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> but hey, I mean, Apple did their thing. They they know what the what the market wants and what the people want, and they get it out to them quick. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them interested. Kaner? I am not surprised by that. I mean, they're a pretty elite company. I, they do make an amazing product, probably the best product out there for for your for pretty expensive shit. But you know, I, I'm not surprised. But uh, I own all Apple products myself, so I'm I, I've contributed to that, and uh, I love Apple products. So. Doesn't I mean I? The only thing I don't like about Apple is they change. They kind of racket themselves into into having their own little chargers and their own little things for this and that and this and that. It's the only thing I don't like. But eventually, after after something comes out a year, then then it gets, then you can buy your shit anywhere you want. But well, I'm not surprised and good for them. I see. How do you think they got to be a three trillion dollar company? <laughs> Yeah. Because they had great marketing, made everyone believe they needed an Apple, and they sold proprietary crap. Well, we're all in the same age age gap, age generation, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but I, would, I always thought Apple were fucking awesome when they first came out. I think I was in, I was in like, seventh or eighth grade when they came out, or when our schools got them, and they were fucking computer, cool as right. hell, man. The Apple yeah. computer. Yeah, I remember when the Apple yeah. computer came out, right. And it, and it just grew and grew and grew to be every everything they did was, although I didn't like the the, the next generation of Macs, but they grew. They were just so easy to use and just fun. So I don't. I don't. I don't remember anything after the Apple computer. I don't. Dell. That's what I'm saying. I think I don't remember the Mac. I mean, I don't remember remember when the Mac well, came they out. Had, they always had these computers that were all like all in ones. Right. <laughs> and they had the stupid the mouse is a little goofy and shit like that and I don't know it just 
I always liked them. I just I always thought they were user friendly. I always and never had trouble with them. Whenever I had an IBM or whatever Dell or HP, I always got viruses. I've had my my MacBook Pro for like seven years now. It still it still runs like brand new. Not anymore. They just heard you. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Caner, we're losing you. Caner, you just froze. Caner. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm, on my, I'm actually on an HP right now. <laughs> there you uh, go. Because this is the this is the computer the military gave me for uh, the going back to school shit, VNR or whatever the fuck it's called. So right now your your Mac is is going through your router and setting a virus up on your HP. <laughs> Maybe. Look, we don't get viruses. We just put them on the other computers. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> All right, we ready for that? We yep. beat that one? This one, uh, Keanu Reeves donates 70% of his matrix salary to leukemia research to his to honor his youngest sister. He can afford it. Good for him. They only paid yeah. him $10,000. $10,000, huh? <laughs> yeah. He's a, um, <laughs> Keanu's a very generous person anyways. Yeah. He's a very down-to-earth, genuine, genuinely gener generous person that, um, you know, when he lives in New York City when he's not working, and um, you know he takes the subway and shit, and fucks around, talks to people. He just he just acts like a normal person. He doesn't. Uh, I don't think that shit means shit to him. Yeah, Good he's for real him. down to earth. That's awesome. He did that. Yeah. Too bad you don't see more of that. I guess, but I'm not one to tell another man what to do with his money. Right. Right. Well, that's kind of why I put it out on there because I think it, it needs to get more media attention because 70% is a lot. I mean, you joke about how much you made, but 70% is still 70%. Yeah. 70% of a million dollars is 70%, right. you know? Yeah. So no matter what it is, he gave away 70% of his salary. Now, yeah. I don't want to get into a full movie review because I didn't really care for the movie, but um, he still gave away his salary. So that's pretty awesome. Is this the new Matrix movie that just came yeah. out or something? Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> That's all I could think of, man. I didn't even make it through the movie, actually. I fell asleep. <laughs> Took me five attempts. Really? Yep. That's not surprising, because I, I think uh, I probably was disconnected from the first one so long that I don't even remember what, what was what it's really about. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, because they had they were showing clips from whatever. It just, I didn't like it. Never seen none of them. Yeah. Me either. So maybe that's why he gave 70% away because he's like, uh, yeah, this, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> he wanted to clear his conscience. Probably, probably. All right. Let's go to Washington State prioritizes minority patients for COVID treatments. Mm. Wow. I wonder what constitutes a minority. Hmm. I'm looking at the headlines. Look at the all. four of us. Look at four of us. That'd be you, Mike. Oh, no, I, was, I was thinking someone else. For, for even, though, reason, even though you're 25% right now, you're still the minority. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, right? Damn it. I was getting up there, man. Right? You, you were 33% until I, 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 I came on. Yeah, I wish I could make his window smaller. That would have been so Yeah. <laughs> this is why they're treating us first. <laughs> But yeah, that's where that's where I stand on that one. It's like, okay, what's what's the minority they're referencing here? 
because to me here in America, uh, if it was just, let's just throw it out there, uh, blacks, they would have said that. Cause that that's that that's a singer. That's that's sensationalism. Yeah, so. That would have been in that headline. So that's why I question what the minority is. You know what I mean? That makes sense, Mike. Yeah, yeah cause yeah. Illegals. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, exactly. But well, then again, Canadians might be more that, that would have that's the trigger as well for clickbait. They would have said uh prioritizes illegals. You know, well, I mean? just, yeah. yeah. The thing is, it's Mexican or Washington State's full of Mexicans, mm. illegals. Yeah. So that's what all. State, what state's not now? Idaho. New York. Man. <laughs> what are you talking about? New York ain't North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, North Dakota. I buy that. Yeah. Well, see, this is this is interesting, and and, and I'm going to take a different approach to this because. When I when I looked at this headline, you know, obviously I thought you thought maybe clickbait, it doesn't make sense. But then I thought, I said, what if I can justify this? And I said, there's probably a way I could justify it if they would speak truth to us and give us statistics. So let's say for real that minorities were 70% higher, more likely to, to, to die. So that would make sense to me. I could justify that. Let's prioritize that because they're at a higher risk. You know, they can lose lose lives, our population would be, you know, diminished. So I can get that. But there's if just you, not enough. If you look at statistically speaking, there's more minorities that die through, from, from COVID than white folks. If you look statistically at um, medical care, minorities on a, on a norm get don't get as good as medical care as as a, a regular white person, so I don't. I mean, there's there's a lot of ways to look at it, but like, like Tim Tim, the guy that was on on the show with a few times, he lives down in Texas, and he was telling me that it's majority black people and, and uh, Mexicans that are dying from COVID, but this was when COVID first came out, mm -hmm. and it's because of their comorbidities, com comorbidities or whatever. More people, more minorities than that have diabetes and stuff like that. That um, so, I mean, there's many, I guess there's many ways to look at it. So, well, but couldn't couldn't you clarify that and say instead of prioritizing minorities, prioritize comorbidities? Right, yeah, prioritize right. overweight people I, or whatever the. I think that um, what the fuck? That oh, was weird. Mike, you're now thirty three percent. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> you're, you're getting up there. Oh, it just clicked my, my mouse. I hit my mouse. It just clicked me out of the room. I was like, "What the hell?" You were going to the 8:30 show. Yeah. No, I swept my hand across. It hit my mouse and hit a button because you know these mice these days they can't be just left and right button. They got to be like 20 buttons. And it just sent me out of the room. I was like, "What the heck?" Anyways, go ahead. No, you were talking. Yeah, you were talking. I know, but I don't, I'm way <laughs> off track now, so it doesn't matter. You were saying, shouldn't it be people with comorbidities? Well, I was saying, yeah, just like then, what just like what Mike was calling on the out on the uh, the topic, the headline. If it was black, they would have put black in there. So I'm right. saying, instead of maybe making a, a, a prioritizing anybody, any race, it should be prioritizing a condition, prioritizing something different. And then you've got a, a justifiable answer. 
Yeah, but they're they're put that that headline is just a headline to uh, you know probably trigger people or whatever. Well, I was triggered, right? I left, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you ready to move move on to the last one? Because uh, yeah, yeah, I realize we are getting over time here. Nobody's waiting in the other room. I'm waiting in the other room. How are you? <laughs> All right. Well, here's the last one. Scared woman finds human toe in mud, calls police. It's a potato. <laughs> Is she still scared? <laughs> Were the police scared? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Better be safe than sorry, right? I, I was going to say that, and uh, I don't know about uh, Kana, not Kana, but... Uh, in our experience in law enforcement, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. You know, yeah, being called to some weird things, and next thing you know, it was just an umbrella in a tree. <laughs> you know, you, you know, it's just something, just whatever you could think of. Most likely, some someone in law enforcement experienced something like that. But it's like, I, better be safe than sorry. For whatever reason, maybe she watches too much CSI. She thought it was a toe. You know, was it peeled? Obviously. Was it peeled? That's a dirty, that's a dirty toe. Was there a <laughs> was there a you know, Mike, I'm the same. And we've even had a headline here about a blow-up doll being found and people calling, you know, like I get that. But a toe, I mean, I think you need more than a toe. And a toe usually has a nail on it. Yeah. So a potato, a toe, you know, maybe I can, oh, that look like a toe. Yeah. But there's, I still probably would get a stick and be digging around, maybe find a body attached to it, that toe. It, it uh, is called a potato. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> all right. That is all the time we have for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Um, we appreciate you guys out there watching. Like, sh uh, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. Get off the screw tube. Get us on Rumble. And until the next time, Godspeed. Hey, and pull the pin. Boom. Thanks for joining us here at Pull the Pin Already. We hope you had as much fun as we did. If you like what we do, go ahead and hit that like button and share this video with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. But most importantly, leave a comment below. Let us know if you agree or disagree with our opinions. Hope to see you here next time on Pull the Pin Already.